Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Smashing Heads Podcast <laughs> for the Challenge USA episode four. We are on time and on schedule and on target because we wait until these come out on Thursdays on Paramount Plus because... On the app. Yes, because they're more fun to watch uncensored. And also... Uh, I don't like watching the playback from YouTube TV for some reason. Mm -hmm. So I've already canceled that because they're going to be on Paramount Plus anyway. So I'm here with Hannah and my name is Zach and you're here as well. Yes. Yeah. We might have a third person joining us later on. Maybe. That's that's a tempting little. Maybe uh, the last time we recorded, we had a third person. He snored halfway through. Well, well I mean, a, our dog's not a person. Ah, uh, you're right. He's a baby. Yeah, and and you know what? He's he's in his crate right now because earlier today, he decided. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna run upstairs when you're not looking and go into your podcast room and poop in the floor. And he, he hasn't done that in a long time. He was mad at you for something. He, he wasn't mad. That was the thing. He, he was hanging out with me. And then he gave me no signs that he wanted to go out. And then I go in the bathroom. And then when I come out, I was like, man, something smells weird. And he's just laying on the couch. So that means he, like, for how much time I was in the bathroom was not very long. So that means in the time he, because I heard him scurrying around outside the door. So he ran in here did it and then ran out of this room and then ran to our couch in the living room and then just laid down. And cause when I walked out, he just kind of popped his head up to look around at me. <laughs> and I was like, man, what's that smell? And then I came in here and he had pooped in the That's floor. That's the smell of premeditation. Yeah, it was, it was, he was it was a plan. It was like, Oh, if I go on the couch, you won't know it's me. Yeah. <laughs> it was a plan that was really well executed. Yeah. Uh, well, I caught you, Winston. I mm. wonder. I wonder if it's because today was my first day back at work in like a week and a half. But we we weren't here for a whole week before that. I know, but for the last several days, I've sat on the couch with him, and like he's just like laid in my lap and slept all day. And I don't I wonder know. if because I didn't do that with him today, he he's upset. Maybe. Maybe he's mad at me. He probably is, but he... He took it out on you. Yeah, and so <laughs> uh, he, he's been in a little bit of trouble, but he hasn't done that in a while, so it's, it's pretty unusual. Because, again, we got him as a... He was a stray from the Humane Society, so mm -hmm. it took a little bit. He, he never really peed in the house, but...
But every so often, if you would not watch him, he would find like a, an a area on hard, like on hardwood floors where no one was at at the time. And he would go poop over there. And, and then not say anything. He, well, yeah, he, of course he didn't say anything. What are you talking about? But he would, he would just act. Do you think, okay, how many dogs have you had in your life? How many of them have gone in the bathroom and come up to you and been like, it's over there. It's there. It's right here. None. The answer is none. I mean, like when Buster has accidents, he tells me. How? But he Buster like, sulks. He, yeah, yeah. He looks, he gets like this shameful, guilty look and like he pouts around. Yeah. Like he doesn't he, tell you. But he tells. Yeah. No, Winston doesn't do that. Winston's like, I don't know who's in there, but <laughs> it happened. Uh, but we we actually might have a third guest, someone who you're familiar with, but I don't know what time he's going to be here. Uh, we initially told him we were starting to record like 20 minutes ago. Um, so he might show up at the end of this podcast, or he might not show up until way later because he's habitually late. And he so. may not be on this, so I wasn't going to announce it. Uh, it's fine. They know who he is. He's an old, long-time listener. <laughs> he is a uh, long-time listener. It's Dawson. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we just watched The Challenge episode, episode four. four. Um, how are you feeling about this season? I don't know if I asked you this last episode. You we- did not. You gave your feelings. Did I? You did. Okay. You did not ask my feelings. I so I'm gonna put a poll. So are you gonna are you gonna ask my? Yeah, I am. But I am gonna put a poll up on our Twitter to kind of see where the audience is at. Mm -hmm. Because I have my feelings about it. Yeah. Okay. What are yours? Um, if it were on a scale of one to ten, Mm -hmm. ten being uh, like War of the Worlds, War of the Worlds, and one being uh, what was the really bad one? Final Reckoning. Final Reckoning or was... Vendettas. Final Reckoning was... It was like episode three before we got an elimination. And it was a lot of drama. And I think yeah. it was the first time they went to an hour and a half format. So final... Probably Final Reckoning yeah. or like one of those. Yeah. Being one. Our first season to cover. Yeah. yeah so on a, on a scale from one to ten, I give this a six. I was going to say seven. It's, it's, for me, it's about middle of the road, but a little bit better. It's, it's, it's a little better than it is worse. I feel like if this season had people we were familiar with, it would bump it up a, a number or two. Yeah. Yeah. I think because I don't know any of these people, I don't have any attachments to them. So that's our problem. Yeah. Because we don't watch these so people. So it's, it's our, it's, it's, that's an ish me, not an ish other people watching this. Yeah. Um, we, I, I do think that's a big problem for us. Like, I, there's too many D names. I've already gone over that. I accidentally said they're all the same people. Yeah, I accidentally said Derek was who Connor Grimm didn't like, but I caught myself in that episode. I meant it was David who got the most screen time by far in this episode. But then you have David and Dominic, and there's probably more D's. Danny, Derek. Yeah, did I not say that already? I don't know. There's so Danny, Desi. Derek, David, Dominique. Dominic, Dominic, Desi. De- well, yeah, I wasn't counting the girls, but yeah, there are. Uh, there's Desi, and then uh, uh, Shannon. <laughs> That's not a D name. There's Shannon, and there's Shan, and sometimes oh, when yeah. they, when they say their names too quickly, I don't know who they're talking about. Like I, I don't catch. Like you have that problem when we watch Taskmaster, which, by the way, 
I love Taskmaster. We ta- yeah, we talked about it. it. It's a show that the more you watch, the better it gets. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, and... It, it's better with better... Annie, it, the series with James Ancaster... Mm, so you're British now. You're saying the series. That's what they're called. They are, because it'll say seasons. Was it, but the thing is, like, I was a fan of James Ancaster... Yeah. ...long before watching series four... No. <laughs> Which one was it? It's like seven. Seven. Okay. Seven. Well, we're go- then we're going out of order. Yeah, because um, we started four, and you're like, I don't like these people, so I skipped ahead. Yeah, but I, but James Acaster on Taskmaster is perfect. Great. It's so. But that whole season all the was things good. that I could have ever wanted. That season was a good balance of people. Yeah, all the people on that season were great. Yeah, and they played off each other well because then you had the guy named Rod who was like old time friends with the taskmaster mm-hmm. so they have this big back and forth going uh, where a lot of things happen and then you have one of the dumbest people i've ever seen on the show <laughs> uh what's her name i don't even remember jess jess and then carrie is like very straightforward like get it done and uh there's one more who phil oh yeah phil, he wears phil, a, wang. <laughs> phil wang wears a leotard the whole time yeah that's a that that is a great season i wouldn't necessarily start in season seven even though it's free on youtube because I think that might set your expectations high as far as casting goes. Yeah. That uh, that so that series was the perfect casting I think they'll ever have on Taskmaster. Yeah, we we just started season five. Yeah, we started season series five. Again, you don't like four. Today. You don't like, Mm-mm. and the people on four are mostly boring. Um, and so uh, yeah, we kind of got off the rails. It's just it's a fun show, and again, I started it on the you, first one. Yeah, was that the one, one with the the. The guy that w- didn't laugh, and they're like, I think we no, should stop two. laughing that's, him. That's two. Okay, so that's if, if you've never watched Taskmaster, go watch series two. two it's on YouTube for free. Of Taskmaster first. Yeah. That needs to, like, that sets the bar. Because you, you watched part of season one, series one, whatever, but not much of it. Because you. you kinda, I, I lost interest. Yeah, but. But two. with Paul, my word. It's It's like. It's, it's it's like watching he, an alien. I, <laughs> yeah. I I told you I said he's not a real human. Yeah. He's not. He's not a real human. And you have to go and and watch it for yourself to see what I mean because yeah. I can't put it into words. But he's not a real person. Yeah, it's uh, he is either an AI in skin or he's an alien pretending to be a human. But he's not a real person. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not real. It's, it's insane. It, uh, there's so many things that happen that are incredible and mind-blowing. At one point, and, one of the other contestants is like, I don't think we should be laughing at him because it almost feels like, oh, is there something wrong with him? Yeah, like it, it feels like they're making fun of him and he doesn't get it. I don't think that's the case. But I think he's just a very strange guy. Yeah, he's so I don't weird. feel like he has like a mental disability no, or anything like that. That's, it, it, there's just some he's just an alien <laughs> anyway taskmaster is great it basically they, they get all these mostly comedians to do these like really bizarre things and it's usually timed and it's like hey the first person to uh throw something into a garbage can on the other side of this fence wins fastest wins and or like weird little things like that and it's very mundane stuff but it's very funny with how people's brains work to get the task done like some of these people are a lot more creative yeah some, some are people very straightforward. very straightforward that's how you would do it um but th- but it's it's funny because a lot of these the directions that they're given like you cannot do this you cannot do that and you have to do this like some of the people that have have maybe done it before or have like really 
really creative brains, they think of ways to do it that you would normally yeah. think. You're like, wow, I would have never thought to do that. And that's totally within the the rules and regulations. Yeah. And so it counts. Well, yeah, like for example on that, one of them was you had to tie yourself up and then the guy there, whoever took the longest for him to untie you, you won. And so most of the people went and just tried to tie themselves up very like in a ton of knots and make it very hard. And that's well within the rules. That's kind of the straightforward approach. And this one guy was like, oh, well, I'll just tie up the guy who has to untie me and make it to where he can't even get to me. And so he tied that guy up so much that he couldn't even get out of the chair. And, Which, then, and then he barely tied his arms together and just waited. And then it just it was like, oh, it's it's been like 45 minutes. Like, it's over. Yeah, like, that's, that's the thing. Like, so that guy obviously won because it it took the the guy timing it yeah who had to untie them he never got out of the he chair. never got yeah. out so obviously that's gonna make this take the longest time yeah and it, again it's just very, it's it's very work smarter not harder yeah it's, and it's just like how creative can you get with and it? like 11 of the series are free on youtube mm-hmm. and uh they tried to do a u.s version in 2018 and hannah and i watched some of that very bad so casting. Bad. Very bad casting. Uh, and I like some of the comedians on it. They just the problem was they brought the the co creator from the British show who's like the co host. He was on the American one and they brought the showrunner from the UK to help do this. The problem is the person that they picked to host was Reggie Watts and he just doesn't ha- he's more of a sidekick. He's if you don't know who he is, he's the music director for James Corden, but he also was the the music guy for Comedy Bang Bang for years and he's definitely a like second fiddle type guy. He would be perfect as a co-host. Yes. Not the main He host. doesn't have the like energy of, "Oh, I'm going to be kind of mean and make fun of these people and be like ruling, which is what you need." Mm-hmm. And then also they cast some very unlikable people as the comedians on the show and the way the show works is the comedian the five comedians that are cast are there for the entire season. Mm-hmm. And so it's multiple episodes of the same five people. It's shot over the course of several weeks. Yeah, um, and it's just man, they picked some, like Lisa. Some Lam- real does. Lisa Lampanelli is a nightmare person, and she's not funny. She, I didn't like it because she. You didn't even know she. I've known her for years. I did not but, know her, but we. We'll get to the challenge. We in watched. A we watched yeah. that one episode, not even the full episode, because I couldn't handle it because she was just. She, dogging one of the other comedians not in a funny way she was just being really her, mean her whole career has been oh i'm offensive and i'm mean and then that's that's my comedy but but it wasn't it wasn't mean in a funny way no it's not it's always just because, because we have watched one of these british series of taskmaster where they do like pick and poke at each other a little bit but it's like ha 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 well tongue you, in cheek yeah, yeah you you did that this way, but this is how I did it. You should have done it like me. Yeah, you moron, and then drop it. Yeah. Um. And but but she was just like going at like after this one person over and the over and over show. and over yeah. again. Oh, I was talking about one of the other competitors. Oh, I was talking about. And then she went yeah. after the the the, the co creator, yeah. the co host of of the show, and nobody goes after him. Like well, they do, to, they do well they but not really not like. They're not really like mean to him. Like they're joking and like make fun of him, but it's I don't know. Lisa Lampanelli is just not funny. Like Ron Funches is on there. I love Ron Funches. He's great. They had this British uh 
actor who was on there, he was fine because he knows he knows the original show. Mm-hmm. And then the other three were not good cast. And it's just like you you've got to have like one or it's two. Gotta be fun. You got to have one or two really funny people. You've got to have one crazy, insane person. Yeah. And then you've got to have a dumb person. Yeah. And, and then maybe an old person. Yeah, and then you just pick someone. But yeah, it's just they picked some very unlikable people. And I'm a huge fan of comedy, and I was like, this is not fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not. So enjoy don't watch it. the U.S. version, even though there are clips of it out there, because that is not good. Pull up YouTube, go watch series two first, yeah, and then watch series seven. Yeah, Paul F. Tompkins is who got me to start watching it because I I've known about it for a long time. And he was talking about how good it is and how how much of a shame it was that the U.S. version didn't work because he's like, I think mm-hmm. it could really work. And you just have to have the right cast. Paul F. Tompkins would be great he as would be a great competitor on the show. He would be an excellent competitor. I'd yeah. love to see Ron Funches like Ron Funches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened with uh, my yeah. mouth. I'd love to see Ron Funches get another another shot at it. Um, <sighs> You just need people that you, are likable. Yeah, you just you need fun, kind of crazy people to yeah. just do off the rails kind of stuff. Yeah, you just need James Acaster on every season. He's great. He's uh, per- he's perfect for he's, this show. But he's mean. But like at the same time, he, you know, he, he's not. He makes fun of himself too. Yeah, and he he's not actually like mean. So it's 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 a weird balance. Anyway, we might do a tax ma- test master podcast <laughs> or a tax point. master. No, we'd both be bad at that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we are. Um, we're going to jump into episode four um, of the Challenge USA, which I don't know if people are calling it the Challenge CBS or the Challenge USA. Uh, by the way, shout out to Greg and our Slack group Patreon. Man, he just, we were talking about that Ashley and uh, D elimination, and he just set the record straight. And I was like, it's, to me, it's so incredible how you can keep all of these facts straight after all these seasons. Yeah. And uh, I was like, it's mind blowing. And so basically they did a thing together where they smashed the pot. So we were, I, I was right on that part, mm-hmm. but the second half of it, and it was on total madness. It wasn't on, uh, cause I forgot that she got in trouble in the middle of total madness and got kicked off or not kicked off, but kind of edited out. Uh, then they had to put one seasons in order. That was the second yes. half of it. So okay. that's what it was. Uh, so anyway, episode four of USA. We finally get new pairings. We do. So I don't write it, any of these down. I don't either. But is is this how they're going to do it for the rest of the season where, you know, they have the elimination and then they don't show any of the new pairings at the end of the episode? Like that's seems, how they're starting like it. it's the It's kind of like a cliffhanger. Yeah. Which to me is not a huge cliffhanger. Not but. really. Because you know they're going to be paired with somebody different. Yeah. Um, uh, Desi, the only note I really, I just have a couple, um, Desi does not seem excited about being partnered with Leo. It's because um, he constantly compares himself to a cat. Yeah. She said it's way too much and she can't stand it. I mean, from what we've seen, he's talked about cats a lot. Yes. And, Specifically and, and, his cat named after himself. Unless we're wrong on the first episode, he does have a cat named after himself. Yes. Which, yeah, uh... Again, he got so excited about the Catwoman question. Yeah, it like enough that like everybody's giving him like the cringe yeah. look. I was uncomfortable with it, um, well, but whatever. I did write that David has more screen time in the first three minutes than the first three episodes so far. Um, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like he's basically done nothing and been in the background this entire time. You know, he ended up having 
And, and okay. Well, he had an okay elimination, but I think we'll get to that in a little bit. That's more of a Xavier flaw to me. Kayla says that she hit the jackpot getting Tyson as a partner. I think that's always going to be a fact. But then they they didn't do well. They did what they did well. They came like. But they didn't win their round even. No, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't win. They came second yeah, in their but, round, but which is saying, not they bad. They didn't even make the like winners bracket thing. Um. So, uh, we did find out that Derek. Uh, knows all of the survivors, survivors players' games because apparently he's watched their seasons and he studied all the Big Brother people before coming too. Oh well, he's on Big Brother, so yeah, that, yeah. Um, we also find out that Xavier has a confessional, and he's like, you know, I've moved past the backstabbings and the deception and all that. You know, some people maybe hung up on it, but I've moved on. Like, we just need to get going. And I was like, well, yeah, when you win, it helps. Yeah, <laughs> it I, I, I looked at you and I said, that's because he won. Yeah, I'd, I'd already <laughs> made that note, so I knew we were on the same page. It's like, yeah, when you win that much money, it makes it a lot easier to move on from the people that you screwed over. Yeah, like, like, it, like it's one thing to move on from backstabbing, but it's another thing to move on from backstabbing that you did. Yeah, it's, it's like... He was not the one that got backstabbed. He it, was the one doing the stabbing in the back. Yeah, he's like, guys, listen, we, we can move on. Yeah, I stabbed you in the back and then I wanted to have a ton of money and you didn't. It's fine. And it's but like, you're hung up on I, it I, and I do I've like long Z- moved I do like it. Xavier and I will make, I'm going to make this declaration right now. Of independence? No. They have more likable Big Brother people on this season than any of them that have been on the main challenge show so far. <gasps> Josh, absolutely. That's this is what, like like. The, but the thing is, like we Josh had a turning point. We're Josh fans now. No, we are not. I think I am. Okay, no. I think Jake might be too. No, Jake talks about watchability. That's not being a fan. But there's we, a difference. But we get excited when he's cast. I don't. I could care less if he's on the show or not. In fact, I would rather him not be on the show because he's been on for like six seasons in a row now. I don't know if it's been that many, but it's been a lot. It's been since War of the Worlds. He's been on at least five seasons in a row. And so that's the thing. Like, I think Xavier would be a ton of fun to watch on the main show. I think Kylan would have been fun to watch on the main show. I think Derek would have been fun to watch on the main show. Uh, I don't know how long Derek would last on the main show. I, I, I'm not saying that either, but I'm he I is would, a different type of player. Right. Very different. And uh, a- Angela, honestly, is very good, but she is pretty boring. Yeah, not, she's not, not quite a lot going Casey, on but she she is just kind of like, oh, I'm just gonna be good and kind of hang out in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of whoever. Like, I I just think this kind of showed. Oh well, we've just got only not fun Big Brother people so mm-hmm. far. And there's probably some people that are very mad at me for saying that. And there's probably other ones that are like, yes, you finally get it. And, uh, I mean, yeah. Cause like it's, it's been well documented that we've not been fans of any of the big brother people that have been on the challenge. And we've interviewed some of them. And we have, um, you know, to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, like, like prove us wrong. Um, I think they've mostly proven us right. I don't think our minds have changed. But I, I will say, like, I, Angela's from Big Brother. I like Angela. I, she, I, I like Angela. I do, She's boring, I do agree. There's, there's not enough going on there that intrigues me. And she's not gotten a lot of... She didn't get a lot of screen time 
this episode. But yeah. again, probably because of David, who I finally learned who that was today. I don't think he's going to be much go- like no. much of a consideration well, going forward. But. Even even Justine, who is his new partner, said that nobody in the house yeah. views him as a threat. And I think that says something. That was the number one thing Grim and Connor agreed on coming into that podcast was they're like, he shouldn't even be here. Like yeah. he came in like 11th on their big brother season or something. And they're like, he's not fun and he shouldn't be on the show. He's apparently not on anybody's radar. Yeah. Um, he, he basically hasn't been in the first three episodes. I didn't, I, I did not know what he looked like until this episode yeah. when they showed his face multiple times so that I could learn it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like he hasn't been here. So we get to the daily. It's always a fun one. It's trivia, but it's called falling off the knowledge like Falling no ledge, no like K N O W ledge, which th- <sighs> that's a big gripe with this season. All of their namings for the dailies and the eliminations have been very bad. Um, yeah, my note was these daily names and jokes, all caps, suck. Yeah, let me clarify. I'm glad that TJ yeah, clarified like, that he did not write this joke. I think I think he gave him. Yeah, boy, or whatever. And then he's like, you know what? If this next one doesn't land, he's like, I'm just going to tell him. This isn't me. And it's I, not It's not him. Yeah. And you can tell in the delivery, everybody's like, ha, ha, this is not you. I, I, I like it because that's. it's just showing that he's like, yeah, this is kind of lame. And I yeah. don't. It's I, very lame. TJ's got to be authentic. And that's, that's what we expect from him. His authenticity came through during the daily when he's making these people plummet to yeah. their almost death. Which, by the way, an, again, that button, that is almost 100% just a decoy. And But he's still having fun smashing it. He does. It. He has fun. Uh, How do you feel about Enzo kept saying doo-doo pies? Um, my note was, what the heck is with doo-doo pies? Enzo is a time traveler from the 1920s, and nobody can convince me otherwise. I'm, I said this, I think, the last episode, because he was dressed like one of those um, train track workers. Yeah. You know, the guys that get on, like, the little wooden uh, carts, <laughs> and no, they... No, they No, they get on yeah. the wooden carts, know, and they... they the, there's like, two of them, thing. they teeter-tot, like seesaw, and they, yeah. <laughs> they, they pump to make it go. His, his cast picture's kind of like that, too. Yeah, so, like, I said, he looks like it. Now he's... He's he not... It's not even that he said doo-doo pies once. He said it twice. He made an emphasis to say the phrase doo-doo pies and thought that it wasn't so the, I just could, I couldn't the cringiest play, thing in the world. I couldn't place why that phrase stuck out to me so much. And so I just Googled it. And uh, there was an old Saturday Night Live skit from like the early 2000s with Tracy Morgan and Britney Spears was huh. Britney Spears was the the guest that the musical night. guest. I think she may have been the host as well. But uh, she goes down in a sewer, and Tracy Morgan's down in there, and he is uh, homeless, and he sings her a song. And the last line of the song is, "Up and down the s- sidewalk, take a doo doo pie." <laughs> and I'm like, that's the only time I've ever heard that phrase in my life. And it, uh, I'm okay, it well, that's the thing. Doo doo pies is like a phrase that Tracy Morgan would say. Exactly, it's, and it's, he's a cra- <laughs> He's supposed to be a crazy homeless person. <laughs> it, like that sounds like him. He can get away with it. Other people cannot. You and, th- and then they brought him back four years ago <laughs> with with Keenan to do it. But uh, I'm gonna see if this is nobody if, else says that phrase. Oh, I don't want to see an ad from Jessica Alba. Although I do wear that underwear. Jessica Alba's underwear. No. 
That was it. And because he like convinces her to go back out and live her life. And I don't know why he sang that song, but that phrase is burned in my head. And thank you, Enzo, for bringing it back to me. Maybe it's a New York thing. It seems like he's from New York. And uh, yeah. Saturday Night Live's in New York. I don't know. But that's definitely going to be the name of the episode. Is I, just, Pies. I just don't under... I don't understand. I well, really don't. uh Danny says that if he dies, Kiki can get whatever she wants and buy whatever purses she wants and she can buy all the shoes and purses yeah. if he dies from this challenge. I mean he doesn't have much of a say anyway yeah. if he's dead. Well, you know, this is his his uh video will. He says he loves his wife Kiki and if he dies she has all the money, the house, everything. It's also his one per episode of at least talking about his wife Kiki. He did get one in this episode. Yeah. And again, it was cut in a way that I think that he probably just said my wife and then they added Kiki in there to make it flow the way it's been going. Well, you know, I can't prove it until we got uh, someone from production in here. But but, but he loves his wife Kiki. Yeah. Again, she sounds like a great woman. We love a man who loves his wife. Yeah. Um, That sounds like you love one specific man who loves his wife. I said life, I think. And I don't, I may have not said that. I'm reading my notes at the same time. Also, I did like how the trivia this, this time was multiple answers until someone gets it wrong. Because sometimes. Other people get much easier questions than other contestants. So sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, that was pretty easy. And then the next one's like, wow, that's a real tough one. And yeah, it's just kind of like, luck of the draw. Like one person will get, oh, what's the square root of 7,657? I could probably figure that out. No, oh, but... That's not, with the seven at the end, that's going to be tough. Okay. Well, so it's like, what's the square root? Yeah. And then the next person is like, oh, what's one primary color? 11. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I like the multiple answer thing because it puts everyone on an even playing field until someone just can't answer. And mm-hmm. uh, I did enjoy that. Um, I'm not going to go through a lot of this other stuff, uh, except that Dom thinks that a great white shark is not an animal. Even and though then they, argued about even it. Even though they've already accepted the that whale was a correct answer from yeah. the first one. And then the whale was fine, but then they said great white shark. He's like, not an animal. Not, and yeah, she, and, and Angel's like, what are you talking yes, about? Yes, it is. And he's like, it's a fish. And she was like, a fish is an animal. But for a while, he didn't even specify it's a fish. He was like, no, it's not an animal. And I was like, what does he think it is? Maybe. And then in the confessional, he's like, I don't have time to argue about this. He's like, it's whatever. I, th- I think maybe in the, in the heat of the moment, he was thinking mammal maybe, instead of animal. May, maybe, but... Uh, and maybe he was embarrassed, and in the confessional, he's like, I'm not even going to yeah. deal with it. But sharks have live births, so they might be mammals. I don't think so. Because dolphins are considered mammals. That's different. They breathe air. They can't. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I know that it's like you can't lay eggs except if you're a platypus. Uh, They're not mammals. Okay. I'm not a... I'm not a animal genealogist it, this pulled up i, I should have just texted my sister she's a marine biologist well it's also almost 11 o'clock. she's on her phone um this says this graph says shark and that has the equal sign with a mm. line through it and, Does then, not it's, equal, and then it says mammal yeah but they do have live births they give birth to them live unlike a lot of uh fish that lay eggs 
sharks are fish, even though some people believe they are mammals due to how big some of them can get and because some give birth to live young. Fish are aquatic animals that were among the first vertebrates, animals with a backbone, Mm -hmm. to evolve on Earth. Sharks are... uh, The ocean in general is terrifying when you really think about what we don't know is down there. Oh, my gosh. There's so many... I just read an article that said... Uh, you know what? And by when I say I read an article, I read the headline of an article. Okay, great. Yeah, That's not reading an article. You should, you of it, it all actually, it people actually wasn't even just, should it, it know was, better. It was a headline and then the byline and then I didn't, I meant to go back and read it, but I didn't. But it was like, they found some, uh, some skeletons now that they're like, oh, the Loch Ness Monster may be a possibility now. And the Loch Ness Monster is absolutely... A thing, not a possibility, but a certain fact. Well, Jeremy Wade tried to catch it on uh, River Monsters. Yeah, I watched that episode seasons. several yeah. several times. Uh, he never did. No. Uh, but anyway, uh, Dom and Angela end up winning their round, despite him not thinking that Great White Shark is an animal. Danny and Ky- Kira were the first to fall. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I just wrote, Leo is wild. Because that's when he's like, Catwoman. And he's like... Bleh, 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 bleh. Yeah. Um, no, but my... I had one note on on Danny, I think. Um, maybe it's it's another round because all my notes are together. He Danny does not know crap about hockey, even though he's a professional athlete. Yeah, I... I uh... He ended up getting coming in clutch with the mm-hmm. penguins thing. Well, he won. So the question was, name a professional hockey team that has won the Stanley Cup in the last 10 years. I think that was... Maybe like the... I don't think it was 10 years. I think there was another question that was within the last whatever. I think it was in the last 10 years because, because may, I was like, been, well, man, the happen. last 10 years, that's not a long time. Yeah. But also... I don't. I don't watch hockey. Yeah. I don't know much about it, and so I. I just started naming whatever hockey teams I knew, which I started off with the Toronto Maple Leafs, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure they probably have. They did. They said yeah. that. I think. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't know their name unless they were really good. I know the Tampa um, Bay Lightning have won it twice. I think recently. My second one was the Rangers. Yeah. Some somewhere, are the Rangers are somewhere. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Ex- New York Rangers. Okay, New York and then Rangers. There's, there's the Washington Capitals, and then uh, then you have... I know the Nashville Predators, but I don't know if they've they ever won. won. I think the St. Louis Blues won recently, and then you have, like, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins, like they said, and... Uh, well, Danny guessed... Pit- he's like, Pittsburgh, the yeah. one in Pittsburgh. And obviously, TJ's like, well, what's their team? Yeah. And I I thought he was just going to throw something out. And then he did. He'd sat for a second and was like, oh, no, the Penguins, that's yeah. not right. And TJ was like, it is. Yeah, the Pittsburgh Penguins have Sidney Crosby, who's one of the best players in like the last 10 or 15 years. But he's Any had, relation to had, Bing Crosby? I don't think so. He's just had a lot of head injuries, like concussion stuff that Ooh. he hasn't really been able to like live up to what he was supposed to be from well, hockey's a very yeah, you get hit in the head yeah a lot. um yeah and I, the the team that lost that round okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It may have been them the later on, but they, they said uh, Las Vegas, and that team's only been, the, the Golden Knights have only been around for like two years. I didn't even know Las Vegas had a hockey team. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the, the Seattle's getting one, and they're the Seattle Kraken, which is awesome. I thought you were going to say crackheads. No. Uh, <laughs> like the big like octopus that yeah. like, attacks ships or squid. Maybe a squid. Um, but, uh, yeah, Leo gets super horny about the Catwoman question. Mm, I don't like you using that word. But he word. probably was because based I on what he said. I don't like you using uh, that word. I could name three Catwomen. I could not name more than three. Well, I yelled at Halle Berry immediately. Halle Berry's the obvious one. and I then forgot about Anne, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. And then... Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer was the other one from the, the like late 80s. And I don't know if I can name a different one. Because I don't even... Is there... Oh, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Forgot about that's her. right because that's yeah. the new one. Yeah, had had that movie I don't come know. out Probably by the not. time they filmed this? Probably not. So that wouldn't count. Yeah. Um. I, I, other than that, I I couldn't name any more. So by the way, that Robert Pattinson Batman movie, really good. Yeah, Jake didn't really like it. He thought it was it got kind of boring, but I, I liked no, it. A lot. I liked it a lot. I actually want to watch it again. I'm okay for right now. But <laughs> I want to watch it tonight. Yeah, it's long. Um. So, uh, in the next round, Derek and Sarah fall first because uh, I don't even remember what the question was. Uh, it may have been the Batman qu- question. Yeah, it was because because it was it was all about movies and Derek was saying how Kyland is like this big movie buff yeah. and then Derek was like, I don't watch movies. Yeah. And but, like... But I, I want to say they got through two questions though because she was like, oh, he didn't know Batman... But but he knew this. He should know this next thing, and then they ended up falling. And I was like, "Well, why is he the only one that's supposed to know things?" I don't know, but I know for a fact that they missed their their Batman question, their Catwoman. What did question. he say then? He he said oh, some, he said Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Yeah, that's and right. they were like, TJ was like, "That's actually a good guess," but no, she's Black Widow. Yes, different universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Colin and Alyssa win. Good run for Kylan. Alyssa, ironically, had uh, Tyson last episode did not win, but then she wins with Kylan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next round, uh, David and Justine lose right away. And then Ben and Aza end up winning. And uh, I did not think they had a chance because he's like, I don't watch TVs or movies. And <laughs> he he's said, like, I live, live on a farm. In a farmhouse yeah. with his parents. I don't even remember what the question was for them. It wasn't Batman, but it was another TV related. Th- oh, oh, best actress. Best, uh, uh, a, a, Oscar winners. And, and, no, that has been it was Oscar. nominated. 
I thought it was Oscar winners for 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 best actress or best, best supporting yeah. actress, and the first answer should always be Meryl Streep. Wait, that was okay. That was the one that was within the last ten years. I think the hockey one was just in general. Okay. Um, that one for sure was the last ten years because I was like, ooh, that's tough. Meryl Streep always. Yeah. Uh, always go with Meryl. And then Streep. they pulled out Lupita. I can't ever say her last name. Nyong'o. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, that's a good. That's a good pull. Well, I. That's a really good one because I. I didn't realize she had either if it's been nominated or won. I didn't realize she she had one of those. I um, think it was one for either best actress or best mm-hmm. supporting actress. But she's she's really good. I've been following her on Instagram for a long time. Yeah, she. I wonder if it was from from us that she won. Uh, Maybe. Let's see. Oh God, she's got a lot. Yeah. Man, she's got a lot more than I thought. Um, let's look at her. Uh, she has citizenship in Kenya and Mexico. I didn't know she had it in Mexico. I forgot she was Kenyan because mm-hmm. I've been to Kenya a bunch of times. If you don't know that, uh, your mom just got back from Kenya like two days ago. Just got back. Yeah. Um. Wait, no, yesterday. Yeah. Um, so let's. Where's her? Uh, oh, I don't even. It's not even showing me. It's fine. She's won of a lot of awards because she's a good actress. She's very good. Um, but yeah, it's uh. Who who else? If if that's in the last ten years, who else? Uh, someone said uh Sandra Bullock. Has Sandra Bullock been in I anything in the last ten years? <laughs> yes, she's definitely been. Oh in wait, movies. yes, she has because she was in uh The Lost City. Yeah, I'll I don't s- think she would have gotten anything nominated for that though. No, um, she's gonna be in that bullet train movie which i'm excited which about. is a korean remake from what i but i really want to see that i think it's gonna be a fun little flick laura dern was one for best supporting actress okay oh this is going back to 1936 well we need to go to the last 10 years yeah uh 2020s oh wow um those are the actors that have been nominated <laughs> that girl, that girl that was in Borat subsequent movie film got nominated. The girl. Oh my gosh. I mean, she did good. So, uh, I yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna go through all that. It's too much to read through. But um, yeah, I, that that would have been a tough one because I don't honestly watch the Oscars. I'm aware of them, but I don't think I ever sit down and watch them. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Will Slip, Will Smith slapped. Chris, Chris Rock, Rock. Um, but I wasn't watching it when it happened. I was just on Twitter, and everyone's like, "What just happened?" Um, I saw a comedian today post a link to the New York Times article. It's like Will Smith slaps Chris Rock at the Oscars, and people are like, "What? No!" Like sarcastically, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I think a lot of people are going to be talking about this tomorrow." <laughs> and, uh, so the losers around. Uh, David and Justine are the ultimate losers. They go straight into elimination. Danny does his Dragon Ball Z thing, which I got to admit, never watched any Dragon Ball Z. It doesn't really appeal to me, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't know the lore behind it. It's It also... Well, I, they're not Vikings. I know, but there's still lore. Do you think lore only applies to Vikings? That's a yes from the silence. And the way that you're looking at me. So, uh, yeah, lore is just, in in general, like, Destiny has lore. And, like, Halo has, like, it's it's not Viking specific. 
Okay, we're, we're just going to move on from that. Uh, there's too much Dragon Ball Z. I know that there are some YouTube channels that have edited out like a thousand hours of Dragon Ball Z of flashbacks to make it more palatable to watch in like a certain order. Uh, I don't have time for that, and I'm never going to have time. And it's just I'm going to die and never see Dragon Ball Z, and I'm fine with it. I think I've watched part of one episode like probably 15 years now, 15 years ago now. Because it just happened to be on TV. I've got friends who like it a lot. I never... Well, it was like... I'd rather I, watch Taskmaster. <laughs> I, it was... Back when I was a kid, I had a TV in my room. And like I, I had to have it off by like a certain time. And I would wait for my parents to go to bed. And I would turn it oh, back yeah. on. All the time. All the time. I would turn it back on. That was like doing drugs. Like that rush <laughs> of like listening and watching. And then like you think you hear something. So you turn off and jump in bed and you lay there. And then you just wait for a minute, and then you turn it back on. I remember, I remember specifically watching a Goofy movie way beyond my bedtime. <laughs> Why uh, a Goofy movie? I mean, it, it wasn't Of like, all the things you could watch. Well, I wasn't watching anything bad. I wasn't, like, watching pornography or anything, but it was just, like, I wasn't supposed to be awake. Yeah. And I was like, well, a Goofy movie is on. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> No, I would, uh, I think a lot of times, like, my TV curfew was, like, 9.30 or 10. And so, I would wait until, like, 10.30, 10.45 when everybody else in the house was asleep. And I would turn, because, like, my room was on the opposite end of the house of my parents. So, there's no way they'd hear it yeah. unless they just decided to get up and come check on me, which happened frequently. Um, but I would turn my TV on, put it on Adult Swim, Good and I Lord. would... <laughs> I would have the volume on like one or two, but never like above three. So I I could barely even hear it, but I would just have it on just to just to have it on. Um, but there were there were times like even before my curfew would would come, where I would just be flipping through the channels and I'd be watching one thing, and then I would leave the room to go do something. I'd come back, and Dragon Ball Z would be on. And I not tried on Adult Swim though. No, not on Adult okay. Swim. Like. Pre, before the curfew, oh, gotcha, gotcha, like gotcha. earlier in the day. Um, but it, it would just be on when I came back to the room. Hmm. And it, in the middle of an episode, like so I tried to sit down and be like, oh, what's this? Could not get into it. Yeah, there's a and lot. And so I would just go to a different channel. Yeah, there's a lot. And there's a lot of yelling. and uh, That's probably what I didn't like yeah. about it, the yelling. So uh, in the winner's round, uh, Kylan and Alyssa, are, they end up winning. Um, so... Uh, they get back to the house and Xavier's talking. He expects them to take shots at him in this confessional. And then they're kind of joking. And he was, he was like, ah, if you come after me, then I'm going to come after both of y'all and throw you in. <laughs> well, it, it seemed like he wasn't joking, but he was trying to play it off. Right. Like it was. seemed like Xavier approached Kylan and Alyssa. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, congratulations on your win. And then like pointed to Alyssa and was like, you did really great today. And, I'm, and, like, the whole thing was, like, you're so fake. Well, he, he actually, I believe he said, I knew Kyle was going to kill it. He's like, I thought you'd be good, too. It was, like, an afterthought. Yeah. And, uh, but, anyway, uh, we get a winners and losers talk, which is a, just a thing now. And uh, Justine does not want to go against Cinco and Shannon because that's two Love Island people, and that's two people in their alliance. Mm -hmm. And so they float the idea out of Xavier and Shan, and they're like, yeah, we'd much rather do that. And so then, inexplicably, 
inexplicably Tyson gets to have a one-on-one with the winners and tell them what he thinks this is I think this is a first for this season yeah and for for this crew like they stayed they, in the room and Tyson's like it's my turn now and he, he well it, it seems like they they requested Tyson to come in as like consultation they didn't close the door so it wasn't like a secret meeting or anything like the other one is but yeah he just kind of was like oh yeah he didn't he was very like he veiled his emotions because yes. he is like, Oh yeah, if that's what you guys want to do. But he's like, yeah, you want to take out strong big brother players? I'm all for it. Go for it. Well, they like they asked him, they're like, like, this is what we want to do. What do you think? And he was like, honestly, I fully support it. Yeah. You know, whatever you guys want to do. And, and, then, and then they bring in Angela. Yeah. And she gets a one-on-one with them. And at least she's big brother. So that makes a little bit more sense. And she's like, you know what? We're going to have to go against each other at some point. And she's like, in her confessionals, like, you know, if they do it, that's blood on their hands. And they're kind of seen as wild card. And I don't exactly. have anything in it. Exactly. And she's like, also, she's like, just blame everything on Shan. Say that's where the the issue is. Mm-hmm. And that's so what- like th- that was that was like her consultation yeah. or like they, they had a consultation with Tyson and they had a consultation with um, Angela. And Angela was like, here's what you should do. Like, you should absolutely do it if you guys feel like that's what you want to do. Um, but she's like, for a little damage control, just kind of yeah. throw it all on Shan and she'll have a complete come apart. And, you know, then it if they happen to win, it won't come back on you guys as much because it'll show like everybody in the house and Xavier doesn't that, trust her that you yeah. guys, you guys just don't want to be partnered with Shan in the future. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is a little bit of a cop out, but it's better than just being like, I don't know. We just put you guys in. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Cache is talking to Shan and tells them that Love Island is just going to back Survivor all the way, and so but that's making a like tail end alliance. They're adding on their like four people mm-hmm. to the end of Survivor, which just makes Survivor stronger. They don't really need the Love Island people, but it's better to have more numbers than yeah. That. It's that's four more um, vo- votes. But then Shan. And in the next confessional, or it may have been to Cachet, says that Kylan is insufferable. And she also says that Alyssa is really annoying, too. And I was like, what has Kylan done that's been insufferable? Kylan hasn't done I, I was anything. like, I don't see what Shan, I mean, what uh, Alyssa's done either. I was like, but Kylan, like, he's just performed. Yeah. And, like, he hasn't been boastful. He hasn't been rubbing it in people's faces. And I was like, I don't get that. I think I think, like, I think Shan is just mad and like deflecting because I think she thinks that they might be on the chopping block. I don't know. She seemed extremely She seemed more surprised than Xavier that they were picked. Uh, but maybe he just has a better poker face. So we get to the elimination, um, and we we get in there and uh, they see it's kind of a puzzle. And Derek, who's like paired with Alyssa, mm-hmm. I mean, not not partners, but like but they're aligned. in alliance together. He basically is trying to like give her signals, like don't throw Xavier in. Like it's a puzzle. Like this is what he excels at, which I don't, we don't know, but I'm going to take his word for it because they were on the same Big Brother season. And he like immediately starts mouthing to Alyssa, yeah, he, like, he was don't, like do don't, don't, don't do it, don't do it. And uh, Kyle well, and Alyssa do pick Xavier and Shan, and. Uh, Xavier gives his confessional and he's like, you guys are basically so dumb. It's like, I play to win games, not to get even. And we're going to, and well, I, he, he said that they're still stuck on what happened on their big brother season and they can't get which past it. Of course he's past and, it. And like, they're just dwelling on the past. Yeah. And, uh, he said they're, they're just playing to get even instead of playing to win. Yeah. 
And I was like, I think Xavier's just mad that he's tasting his own medicine. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I think he was a little blindsided by it. I don't think he expected to go in. Um, also, this illumination is called Smash In Puzzle Out. Horrible name. Yeah. the Maybe uh, the laziest name. It's, it's like whoever... Whoever in production normally names the dailies and eliminations maybe went on vacation or couldn't come and they just had an intern come up with it or maybe just like somebody random else from another area of production name it. As someone who is currently applying for a bunch of jobs, some of which I'm not qualified for, I feel like someone's like, oh yeah, I can do that. I got it. And then they get in like, hey, uh. We've been asking you for like four days what the name of this is going to be. Like we're, we're filming tonight and like ah, smash in puzzle out. I don't know. And they're like, perfect. Yeah. They're like, I guess you're we're That's what you're paid to do. And I hate that someone's getting paid to name these. Uh, I would assume there's not someone specifically being paid just to name stuff, but who knows? They all seem to have a very similar voice behind them this season. And it's not a good one. It's a bad voice. Uh, so we find out the glass is color coded. And basically, if you break your partner's glass color, you get a five-second penalty. And there's a bunch of glass panes. And uh, so you you punch yours. Your no partner penalty. punches the next one. You punch not, yours. But it's not always it's not always back and forth like that. Sometimes it's it's A B B A. But and, like yeah. like that's the thing. Like like if if you're yellow, you punch the yellow. Yeah. If they're red, they punch the red. <laughs> it's black and white. But yeah, the, I saw some of them were red. I, th- I I swear it was a black circle and a, and a white circle. It doesn't matter. You punch your own glass. Your partner punches yeah. their own glass. If you punch your partner's glass, you get a five-second penalty. Yeah, because we, we had that one elimination with uh, Zach and Trey in Rivals 2 where... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. If one person broke through the floor of the thing, the next one, the other person had to go through first, and mm-hmm. they Zach broke that rule, and uh, they got disqualified, even though they won. Yeah, and and then Zach got mad and threw his helmet into the helmet. audience. Yeah, and uh, so uh, Xavier in the confessional before the thing says, "I might just punch through every pain and take the penalty," and I was like, "Well, that's definitely a strategy," and I was like, "That could very much," I, I mean. Even if it was only a 30-second penalty, I was like, that's still 30 seconds to get a head start on a puzzle. And I was like, this other team does seem kind of dumb, if I'm being yeah. honest. But 30 seconds is longer than well, you think it, it when you're just being, standing there. It ended up being a 50. Fo- well, it was a 50, but the other team had 10, so it was a 40-second mm-hmm. difference. And uh, if they, I think if they would have had that time, or if they would have had 10 or 20, that it would have been uh, very much a different outcome i can't believe he went ahead and did it yeah i think i think i think think that's a little bit arrogance he probably thought that it would take um david and justine a lot longer to get through everything than what it did yeah but but the thing is like they stayed 
pretty close behind them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it didn't make up enough time to justify the penalty. And so, like, it, he didn't get through it that much quicker than they did by alternating. Well, and so it ended up biting them in the butt, and they yeah. lost. And David and Justine ended up winning. We already said you might be here at the end. You want me to drop in and make a cameo? With I mean, you can. We're at the a very cameo? end of the episode. Your mic's over there. Well, it's not plugged in. It's not. It's not plugged in. You can just talk in that one. It's been a while, but how's everybody doing tonight? We're we're pretty good. All right, have a good night, everyone. Okay, see ya. Uh, bye. He just got here. <laughs> He's leaving. They got a puppy here too. <gasps> Don't. Okay, hold on. We got to get through this. Yeah, we're almost done. We're almost. Uh, David and Justine win. I may not have known who David was before today, but one thing's for sure, he. He did a really good job hyping up his partner. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do think if if Xavier does not feel the need to smash through all those pains on his own, that it would have been a different outcome. But that's very much uh, hubris, where he he was like, "I can do it no matter what." And you know what? To be fair to the other team, they pulled through and they won. And, and you know, my last my last little note on this: Shane and Xavier both are very very. Very incredibly sour, sore little he's losers. Big, I wrote, he's big mad. Like yeah. he, he's he's. They're big, just mad and calling like, names. I still got money. Screw you guys. You're dumb and you're broke. And that I appreciate that from a TV standpoint. Yeah. I really do. And I think that everyone in the house should shake hands with Xavier. I mean, with uh, Kyland and Alyssa for one having the balls to do that move. Yeah. And then two for it working out. Right. Because it almost didn't, but I, it did. It, but it did. And I you know, it it's one of those fine lines like when they were deciding to make the call, I was like, Is it too early to like cannibalize someone who was this good in your alliance? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it's like if you think you got a sh-. we always talk about you always regret not, not taking, taking the, the shots shot you when had. you had the chance because they can come back to bite you at the end where they can either get you out or they're in the final with you and like when you got a shot to take out a good competitor you got to at least try. Mm-hmm. And because you already know he has no problem cutting your throat, essentially, because he already did it on Big Brother. Right. And I think Xavier from the Big Brother group might have been the favorite to win. I know Kylan's performed a little bit better, but Xavier did win their season. So that, that to He's me, probably good that, that gives him a little bit of an edge. And, um, so yeah, I, I think I think you know good good to them. So I uh, don't know why Shan was so mad because she just she got, just she, kept calling them petty. She and got blindsided and she she didn't perform. And she so, was just angry this episode, which is not a good thing you want out of your pastor. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I forgot that's who that yeah. was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh. So. Uh. Do you have? Any final thoughts on this episode? Or do you want to get into uh, this my final thoughts? Were that they're sore losers. All right, so I want to go first on the superlatives this week. So who smashed uh, some heads? Who smashed some heads? You, Sean Connery. Uh, I, I'm giving it very much to Kylan and Alyssa, not because they won the daily, but because they both got revenge on someone who took them out of Big Brother, mm-hmm. and then also took out one of the strongest competitors on the guy's side um, as well as, you know, Shan was kind of a wild card to me. I, I couldn't tell one way or the other if she was going to perform well or perform bad. I had a feeling she was more bottom of the barrel. Regardless, you took out someone who was a big threat to win, who you know has 
no problem to screw people over to win. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that gives one less like wild card threat out of the house who could legitimately win the show. Right. And I would, I like a guy like Xavier, Xavier would be good on the main show. Okay. I think he would be a good cast on like in the group. Cause some of these people I still don't think would be, I think Tyson would be like Ben and some, like, I don't know how well they would fit in with their, cause they're a different pace than the main show. But I, I think, I think Xavier could hold his own. I think Kylan could, he, Kylan might be too nice. I, uh, but it's Kylan's dream and I yeah. want Kylan, I want all of Kylan's dreams to come true. But, He's my favorite by the way, and they, I want to see him make it to the like main show. He, some people, uh, I believe it was Grim and our Slack group popped in and said, Kylan was the one who said, I believe it was on a challenge mania interview that he, he was the one who brought up that he had found out he was on the spectrum to some degree. Oh, okay. So uh, that's where some of that information came from. I haven't, I, I didn't listen to the interview, so I don't know personally. I try not to, to listen to things that have to do with the current season because uh, I'm not spoiled. Hannah's not spoiled. I'm very not spoiled. Uh, well, we could. Uh, uh, on uh, that. Uh, so who who is yours for Smash Heads? Um, TJ throwing somebody in production under the bus over yeah. the bad joke. It was. It's not good. The, I mean, the, he made a point that everybody there and everybody watching at home knew um, that he did not write that joke. For who got their head smashed? Do you want to go first on this? I'll let you go first. Shannon on Xavier. Yeah. Because I, I they you were, were say that. boy, they were blindsided, but they, Shan was big mad before it, and she was even bigger mad after. Well, since you did that, I'm going to go with Dominic because he doesn't think a great white shark's an animal. And he keeps saying doo-doo pie? No, that's Enzo. That was Enzo. Oh, okay. Uh, they're, they are very, they I, run together I, for They do kind of run together for me as well because I feel like they both could be like, I'm a New Yorker. Forget about it. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if either of them are from New York. I think they both are. I think it would be funny if neither of them were. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's that's my pick. Uh I'll go first for the reading recommendation. Boy, you for this sure week. like what? going first. I'll let you uh-huh. go first in the first two episodes. Of this recapping three challenge episodes. Okay. So I'm gonna go this week another graphic novel because I'm gonna stay with those until uh, I run out of ones that I, I really don't think like. You will. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna pick between A and B. I'm gonna say B. one this week and one next week. You B. Yeah. Okay. B is a series called analog which is written by uh jerry duggan who was one of the guys who first got me into comics honestly and uh it is basically set in the future where not too far in the future honestly and where basically everything everyone does online is all public information now and so anything you do anyone can see and know about. And so the only people in the future that still go online are either like perverts or like voyeurs or things like that or criminals. Uh, and so they're, they're living in a society where, uh, they have like bars where you can't come in if you have a phone or anything like that. Cause they don't want it, They want it to be analog only, not, not anything digital. And there's a, like Mark Zuckerberg esque guy behind the scenes. Um, cause he leaked everyone's information. <laughs> And, uh, so in the future, very important deals and like, especially like criminal dealings and, uh, just anything that's important can't be sent digitally anymore. So what they do is they have these analogs 
who are paid people who have photocopies because the way they do everything in, in the future is all to copy it on like Xerox machines. They photocopy it, put it in a briefcase, handcuff it to someone, and say, you deliver it to this person. And so along the way, people try to kill them to get the information and all that stuff. It's, it's about that, where you're trying to like navigate, the main guy's trying to navigate not getting killed and also delivering the information. And he doesn't care. He's impartial of what it is. Like, he's just a delivery guy. And uh, there's like some AI stuff in there. It, it's honestly not too unfeasible. But it's a really cool concept. Uh, I like it. I, I bought volume two when we were on vacation because I haven't read those yet. This is another one you've been trying to get me to read. It's good. It's good. It's uh, it's just a really cool concept. And it, it already immediately had its rights sold for movie stuff. <laughs> I uh, think I think it would make a really good movie. I think it's cool. Yeah, it, it definitely makes sense. Uh, we watched two movies on a plane that were about tech companies screwing everything up and we watched Ron's Gone Wrong which was really really good it was so good Ron's Gone Wrong and then we watched The Mitchells versus The Machine which wasn't as good but it was a very similar concept uh, we watched one on the way to Utah and one on the way back from if you're Utah. only going to watch one of the two Ron's Gone, Ron's Wrong. Gone Wrong it's on Disney Plus it's it's definitely worth watching I cried a little I did not cry but it's good uh, and so yeah that's mine it's called Analog very easy um, I think I said in the last episode that I wanted to go with a different medium this week just to mix it up. You're going to pick a calendar. A calendar. <laughs> the far side calendar where it's a new joke every day. No. Um, so this one's a web comic called Purple Hyacinth. It is one of my one of my favorite pieces of... You've told me this, which seems insane. It is one of my favorite pieces of media ever created and this is like a little bit of my nerd side that i try to hide from everybody including I, me i didn't tell you about it for two years yeah <laughs> you found out about it a couple weeks ago um it was a little longer than that but yeah it, it was not long ago no i knew um, you, you read like the web comics and i was like why not i was like why don't you just read like award-winning like real ones like no this this is absolutely awesome i started reading it when um they only had a a less than a hundred thousand readers mm -hmm. and now they have like 11 I say, billion i think it's like t over i can several million how readers. would you mine is just a trade paperback or comics and you just look at that how would people find that because i don't even know how to spell the second word in that it's the the flower a purple hyacinth i don't know how to spell that um h-y-a-c-i-n-t-h yeah um, they have 103.8 million readers now okay. from when I started reading how, it. How do you access it? On Webtoon, the app. Yeah, so that, that's, um, that's what I was trying to get it, at. So just a little bit about it. It set like like 1920s-ish, I think. They don't actually have the year written, but they're all wearing like the, the olden time. They're all running around saying, doo-doo pies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they so like the, the the graphics are really good. The premise of the story is it's a female detective that gets demoted to just a street cop, and um, there is like a group of criminals that are trying to take down the leaders of the city and implement their own structure and their own leadership, and they they hire like crazy assassins and she actually teams up with like the top assassin in the group to try and take down the leader uh -huh. of the group um secretly and like there's 
like very graphic death in it, um, like just crazy stuff. But it's really, really good. It's a lot of mystery. Um, I'm several, several, they call them like episodes. I'm like 133 episodes in. Still don't have any clue who the leader is, who the leader might be. Um, lots of twists and turns and like unexpected things. Um, but it's it's really, really good um, just seeing like a, a cop secretly break the law with teaming up with an assassin who's trying to take down his group too. It's just, it's really good. It's, it's so good. Webtoons. On Webtoon, the app. Webtoon. Webtoon, the app. T-O-O-N or T-U-N-E? Yeah, T-O-O-N. Yeah. I didn't know um, if it was like a Looney Tunes type situation. I don't think so. Um, but it's called Purple Hyacinth. And it's written by, there's two creators. Um, I know one of them, for a fact, is it like based out of Canada. I wonder how much money that makes compared to traditional comics. Oh, and what's so cool is a lot of the episodes have music that goes with the episodes. It's and just kind of interactive. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. interactive. And a lot of the music, one of the creators makes, like she makes the music, like writes it and uh, like, records it on her piano at that, home. That, that is cool. my, my big gripe with traditional comics uh is that they're not super accessible to everyone and that uh i don't honestly enjoy reading singular comic issues because they're too flimsy and i feel like i'm gonna rip them and all that i don't mind buying them if it's a series i really like but that's why i like trades because they're a thicker material and they're just a lot of them together mm-hmm. and so if they would do Marvel is about the only company that does this is where when you buy the comic, they give you a code on the inside that you can go on a Marvel Unlimited app and type it in. And it gives you a digital version. And it's kind of an interactive one where because mm-hmm. comics are written a lot of times and like there's a square here, a square here, and then a big square. And, then, and so on the Marvel thing, it like pans to wherever the next thing is. So okay. you don't see what's coming ahead, which I like. But well, this, this I wish, it has one panel at a time. So you yeah. just scroll up. I wish that um or down i wish that image comics and some of these other creators would do a digital version along with their uh traditional ones because because mm-hmm. that would make because I, I would buy them traditionally to have and then i would just read them on like my ipad right. or something i i like the the digital format because with it being one panel at a time I'm not accidentally jumping yeah. ahead and seeing yeah. like a major cliffhanger or whatever. Like I'm not being like pre-spoiled like 30 seconds ahead of time. Um, but it, yeah, the purple hyacinth, it's like a crime mystery thriller. Um, it's, it's just really good. It, it sucked me in, uh, I, in I, 2019. And I, I do, like, I do I, like the idea of having like the theme music behind mm-hmm. it. Like, that's a cool concept. And it's, it's different. Like it sets the tone. It changes depending on like yeah. which panel you're on. Well, uh, Jake's here, like we said, uh, Amanda's here with him, and there's a puppy here with them. Their and, puppy, not just a random puppy. Yeah, and so uh, we got to get going. I didn't say at the top show, patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, I did tease a new Patreon pod uh, series that I'm probably going to be doing uh, very soon, and so I'll, I'll be posting that in, in just a little bit. But we're, we're doing things on there. Uh, we've, we're in the process of moving hopefully soon uh some things kind of came up with that tonight uh not in a bad way and uh so just check us out at smashing heads on twitter at smashing heads podcast on facebook and instagram and we'll be back with you this time next week stay cute